Amen. Boy, that don't get you in the spirit of wanting to worship and sing and praise God. Uh, we got a couple of plots next door. <laughs> we won't even worry about a vault, a casket, and we'll just dig the hole and roll you over in it and be done with it. And when you decide God is worthy to be praised, you can dig your way out. <laughs> dig your way out and come on back over. Good morning, everyone. How are you? It's a beautiful morning, beautiful, cold morning. But what do you expect in winter? But the sun is shining. Another day, I like to look at it every day. God takes out his canvas to paint a picture. And you know what? I'm so fortunate he decided to include me in this great masterpiece that he has painted on this day we call Sunday. January the 30th, 2022. Isn't that something of the billions of people, billions of people on this earth? You know what? So many didn't live to see this day. But God, for whatever reason, has chosen for you to see it. And he has included you as a part of that painting, that masterpiece of his. And you know what? It's up to you to do what you need to do with the time that he has allotted. I often say maybe he allowed you to be a part of this painting because you're doing some good works. You're you're doing what you're supposed to. So he wants you to keep doing it to help somebody else along the way. Or maybe you're not doing it well enough. And he's not ready to save you in the condition that you're in. And he's saying, I'm going to give you a little more time. I'm going to spread a little bit more grace over here. I'm going to spread a little bit mercy over here. And I need for you to wake up and get yourself together because there is a day coming where you're going to have to close your eyes, folks. Hebrews 9.27, we have an appointment. Amen. Amen. We have an appointment. We're going to keep that appointment. We're going to be on time for that appointment. And there won't be any lying or conniving or jiving on the day of that appointment. You know, the amazing thing is it doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing. When that time comes, you're going to drop, stop, whatever. And you're going to meet that appointment. But that's only the beginning, folks. The dying part is just the beginning. There's an old country song I listened to. And the hook hook to the song, he starts off, he said, I'm not afraid of dying. It's just the thought of being dead. (laughs) He said, the thought of dying don't bother me, but just the fact of being dead, that troubles me. And you know what? It it should trouble you if you are not giving God your best. Because we serve a God who has demonstrated his love to us and has given his best. What does the word of God say? He so loved the world that he did what? Gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. That's the love that God has shown toward us. And folks, we will never be able to match it. 
But you should have the attitude that you should be dying trying to. You should be dying trying to because however much you give unto God, you know what? It'll never match what he has already done for us. That's the God we serve. That's why we sing these songs of praises. That's why we come together and, and, and join in our voices and praise God because we just want him to know we appreciate him. Man, do you realize how much worse it could be? But God always looks out for us. Amen. This morning, I would like to direct your attention and, and I also, let me say this before I get going. Jerry, so good to see you, man. Amen. Good to see my man Jerry over there. I call him Mr. Detroit. <laughs> I, I have a quick announcement before I get into my lesson, so I don't have to get back up. It says, dear brothers and sisters, we take a moment to recognize your evangelistic efforts. You were in the top 10% in circulation of all congregations participating in the House to House Heart to Heart program in 2021. We know that the leadership of the church often goes without recognition and want to express our appreciation for your interest in souls and in the building up of your congregation. It is our goal to be a part of the church reaching the world with the gospel in this generation. We are so thankful to be co-workers with you and contributing to that goal. With men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Matthew 19, 26. In Christ, for Christ, through Christ. The elders of the East Ridge Church of Christ, overseers of a house-to-house, heart-to-heart. And got a congregation have a very nice plaque. So, I will put this, I'll just set it right there for now. Ain't no sin for setting that right there. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure now. But, <laughs> but as I always say, we're, we're, we're involved in a lot of things that are going on. Yesterday we had two, well last night we had two baptisms uh, with the uh, Haitian congregation members. Uh, here last night, and it's always something going on, always something going on, and and I appreciate you, and I hope and pray you continue to pray that we'll keep our hands involved in winning souls, keep our hands involved in doing what's truly important to God, not just to, to make an impression for men. I could care less about that. I'm concerned about hearing well done, folks. You know what? That's all that matters in my life. Yeah. Hearing well done. Yeah. And, and the only way I'm going to hear that, the only way you're going to hear that, the only way this congregation can be presented unto God without spot or wrinkle and in hearing well done, we have to abide in the word. Amen. We cannot allow ourselves to become distracted with all this other stuff going on in our society. Our job is soul winning. Yeah. Our job is soul winning, folks. And, and regardless of the pandemic, regardless of what may come, you know what? We have a job. Amen. 
to win souls and to bring souls to Christ. You know what? Say what you want. You know what? We have the technology and other means and ways. Whatever may come, we just got to be smart enough and depend on God enough to figure out what we need to do to adapt and to keep doing what we need to do. We cannot allow ourselves to become paralyzed because of what the news reports say. God is aware of everything that's going on in this world. And if, if he wanted to give us an exception to being soul winners and going out doing it, he would have left it written somewhere. But we have a job to do, folks. We have a job to do, and we need to do it until we close our eyes in death. Amen? Amen. So keep, keep each other in prayer that we'll continue to be uh, the soldiers and continue the outreach to be even greater in what we need to do. Because there are some lost souls out there who are searching. Yes, there are some folks out there who don't care. There were people back in the days of Jesus who didn't care. The Bible said on one occasion, you know what? Many disciples who traveled and followed with Jesus after Jesus said, except you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. The Bible said after he said that, many disciples turned and walked with him no more. Oh, that's nothing new. Everybody don't want to be saved. But we're just concerned about the ones who want to be. And sometime along the way, you got to deal with some knuckleheads to get to the sincere hearted ones. But don't be discouraged. Keep on working. Keep on working. Amen. Amen. Romans 15. Verse number four, for whatsoever Put that up on the board for me, please, uh, Harrison. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have what? Hope. Can I read that again? For whatsoever things were written aforetime, were written for who? Our learning. Not God's learning. Our learning. That we through patience, something that we all need, amen? Amen. 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 That we through patience and comfort of the liquor bottle. That we through patience and a blunt. That we through patience and comfort of what? The scriptures might have hope. What is that saying unto us, folks? We need to turn to God's words. Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. The problem in so many of our lives, we're seeking comfort. 
We're seeking shelter. We're seeking, we're seeking something in the wrong place. Amen. Our hope, our comfort should be in the word of God. Amen. Amen. Here it is right here. We should be able to turn to the word of God. Look through these 66 books. I promise you, you can find somebody who has been through what you're going through. And look at how God delivered them, dealt with them, and look at how victorious God always brings his people out to be. Amen. I don't need to turn to the world to have my, my self-esteem built up. Amen. I need to turn to the comfort of the scriptures. The Bible says, the Bible says over in, in, in 2 Timothy 3, 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine or for teaching. That is where we receive our instructions. It's profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and righteousness Amen. that the man of God may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto what all good works things written aforetime was written for our learning that we may be able to present ourselves unto God in a perfect fashion Romans 12 and 2, and be not what? Conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, perfect will of God. God has provided what we need. The question is, why aren't we using it? Why aren't we using it? We, we will turn to, to secular education because we feel if I have some alphabets behind my name, I could be important. Mm -hmm. See, that tell me right there, you are clueless. Amen. Amen. Have you not read what the Bible says about you being a Christian? Amen. Being a royal priest? Yeah. Yeah. Being a peculiar person? Chosen for God's own possession, yeah. sanctified, justified, washed, redeemed. Yeah. You can't figure out that you're important to God. Right. I don't need a plaque hanging on the wall to, to, to validate I'm important. Yeah. I'm not knocking education. I'm simply saying we as the people of God, we should never put anything else before the word of God. Things that were written aforetime. What, what, are, what are some of the major issues and problems we deal with in life? Huh? What are some of the major issues and problems we deal with in life? Money. Money. Thank you. Money. Money. Does the Bible teach anything about money? Matthew 6. Matthew 6. Take that whole chapter. 
Before you get all bent out of shape and everything, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and it's what? And what will happen? All these things shall be added unto you. But that's not, that's not the only thing the Bible teaches about money. It talks about it in the Old Testament. You know what? God said, try me. Yeah. Try me. Yeah. And see if I won't open up a window in heaven and pour you out a blessing and you won't be able to stand it. All through the word of God, we can find examples of whatever it is we're dealing with in life. But the problem is we don't want to open this book. We don't want to open this book because we want we want Oprah to tell us. We want Steve Harvey to tell us. We want Steve Harvey to help us with our marriage when he can't keep his own. Huh? We want to turn to celebrities. Come on. And, and see, I never get it. Just because somebody sells a million songs, how, how, how do they become a spokesman for you? Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Minaj, she's not a, a spokesman for me. <laughs> Some of y'all might get offended by that because y'all love Mickey Minaj. What, what's this other one? Carter B? Carter B, not a spokesman for me. Make a few hit songs and all of a sudden, they're the spokespeople. And, and now you idolize them. As if all of a sudden they become so small. Folks, all the knowledge you need is right here in the Word. Proverbs 1 and 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Knowledge. You ain't got to have a hit record to have some sense. (laughs) Mercy. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience. Folks, all of the things you pray for and desire don't happen overnight. Amen. Amen. I'm not saying it can't. God can do whatever he chooses to do. But in most cases, it don't happen overnight. That's why the Bible teaches you need to have patience. Listen to what verse number four says. And whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience. You have to learn to wait. You have to learn to wait. Our young folks, biggest problem they have in, in, in our society today, they born into this world and they become teenagers. They think somebody owed them something. They don't want a job where they got to work up the ladder. They want to know, why can't I have the top office? (laughs) No, you got to learn to be patient. 
And that's what we see so many having a lack of. And that's why so many lives are being destroyed. We, we, we constantly teach and teach and teach and teach. Young ladies, leave these worldly men alone. Amen. Leave these worldly men. Can we go to the Bible and find when God's people... Uh, Eric and veer from the word. What happened? Yeah. Young man, leave these worldly women alone. Mm-hmm. Leave these worldly. Do we not have stories in the Bible yeah. that teach mm-hmm. from the greatest to the lowest? God told Solomon, "Leave those strange women alone." Over in Israel, when, when Israel sinned against God and they went over and mixed with the other nations, got wives, started other families and everything. Now notice, they left Israel and went over to the other camps. And then they came back with those strange women and children and begged and, and, and pled to God saying, we, we, we have sinned. Please forgive us. God said, fine. Fine. But you know what? I will receive you back. But you leave those, women, you leave those wives and those children out there. They don't belong over here. Look at the mess people put themselves in. Look at the unnecessary trouble people cause for themselves. Why? Because they won't consult the word of God. They won't have patience. They won't listen. Parents try to tell their children, just be patient. Just wait. I, I, I got to move out on my own. I got, I got, I got, I got to have my own place. Then you're sitting up somewhere hungry, yeah. struggling, yeah. become desperate. Yeah. And here come, here come old sagged draws wearing gold mouth, but we have wearing joker. Somebody, somebody at one point in time you would have never looked at. Amen. You never would have spoken to. But now, Reggie, you're desperate. Yeah. You're tired of that, that Roman suit. You're tired of sitting there getting these cutoff notices. Car knocking. Now, you look, you look at old Buckwheat. And he's just looking for somewhere to lay his head. Y'all, y'all know I'm telling the truth. You, you've been out in Walmart. You've been out in stores. You've seen what I've seen. You've seen some attractive young lady. And you said, is this a pet behind her? <laughs> is that the best she can do? Y'all sit there and act like you don't know what I'm talking about. That joker walking behind. Amen. Amen. 
And you, you, you lowered yourself to that. Yeah. Why? Because you won't listen. Amen. That's right. Let, let me say this. Let me say this. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Folks get mad at the Jews. Folks get, they, they, they laugh at the Mexicans. Talk about, man, it might be 15, 20 of them living in one house. They save the money. When they go out and buy, they buy cash. Yeah, that's But we try to teach our young kids coming up today, look, quit throwing away all your money on an apartment that you can't afford. Stay at home. Save up. Get your nice savings and everything. No, no. Don't want to hear that. Don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. I got to go. And and, and I'm going to say this because I believe it and it has been proven to be true. In most cases, the only reason our young people want to get out there and get their own places, they need a place to have sex so that they won't be around their parents. Because what is it you can't do at home? <laughs> you don't have to like what I'm saying, but I know I know. Want one of these old roughnecks, one of these old skeezers hanging around. And and is that worth you living in poverty and going through what you go through? Then folks tell us, I got my own plate. You ain't never there. Mm-hmm. You being in the supervisor for all the overtime you get, you ain't never there. Amen. Amen. But we want to talk about other folks. Mm-hmm. See, we, 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 we cut our own blessings off because we have no patience. Amen. We have no patience. I, 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 I want to get myself in debt. I want to buy a new, I want to buy a car. Mm, yeah. Then the car you buy, if it make it off the lot, Why can't you just be patient? Why can't you trust in what the word of God said? Hold on. I got to to share this before I close this morning. It's over in uh, Psalms. Is it Psalm 37? Psalm 37. Harrison, put Psalm 37 up there for me. Psalm 37. Listen, listen to this. This ain't just for young folks. This is for old people too. If we would just stop and listen, we could find hope in the scriptures. Listen, listen, to, listen to this. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Quit, quit, quit looking at what other folks have 
and, and, and finding yourself feeling so bad? How about thanking God for what you have? Well, I don't have no nice car. I don't have no idea. You have health. You got a house. You got a roof over your head. You ain't in jail. How about counting your blessings? Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God has done. But no, we, we want to sit and always looking at what somebody else got. You don't know the hell they going through to get it and to keep it. Next verse. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Keep going. Trust in the Lord and do what? Good. good. You know, a part of doing good is having faith. Amen. A part of doing good is being patient. Yeah. A part of doing good is being appreciative. Amen. Having gratitude. Being thankful. So shall thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Is that what the word of God say? Are all scriptures given by inspiration of God? So that can't be a lie then, right? Huh? (laughs) Go to the next one. Delight thyself also in the Lord. And he shall give thee the desires of what? Are all scriptures given by inspiration of God? Is this God breathed? Is it true? Why don't you delight yourself? You just keep telling yourself, I'm going to wait until the Lord decides to open the door. But while you're waiting, you make sure you're doing what you need to be doing. Amen. Yes, sir. Next. Oh, commitment. Commitment. Mm-hmm. Commitment. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Amen. Any commitment? Huh? Folks don't like commitment, boy. You try to get people to, to commit to stuff these days. They're like, I don't know. I got a chair. I don't know. But you need to be committed to the Lord. Amen. He was committed to you. And we weren't even worthy and deserving. Amen. Next. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. Folks, when you do what's right, you can never go wrong by doing what's right. Folks can lie on you on your job. Folks can just do all kind of stuff. They can do whatever they want to do. The word of God says what? And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and as, and thy judgment as the noonday. God will make it known who you are. Amen. Things written aforetime were written for our what? Learning. For our learning. 
These are God-breathed statements right here. Why don't you believe it? Next. Oh, rest. Rest in the Lord. And wait how? Wait how? Come on, everybody say it. One more time. That still ain't everybody. Some of you got the devil in you today. But that's all right. That's all right. And that's why you're struggling. Wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way. See, and usually that's what it's all about. You see somebody with something and you want it. You want it. Well, shoot. You don't have come to worship. You don't support hardly anything of the church. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. But you got time to go find a second and third job. Because you don't want your neighbor to drive something nicer than you. Well, if you ain't have time to help the church and do anything, how you find time to work all the other jobs? Just lying. That's all. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way. Because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Folks, don't get yourself caught up in that. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Now, that evil right there, that covers a whole spectrum. Cheating on your taxes. Lying. (coughs) Stealing. Taking advantage of somebody. Don't do evil. God is watching. How can he bring your righteousness out as the noonday, as the light in the noonday? If you're doing evil. You've got to abide. You have to abide in the truth. And the truth shall make you what? Oh, yes, it will. One more. One more. Ten. I'm sorry. Hold up. Did I do nine? Go back. Go back. For evildoers shall be cut off. But those that do what? And that involves what? Patience. Folks, if you never get a new car on this side, but go to heaven, what have you lost? What have you lost? But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit what? It's all yours. It's all yours. Ten. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place. Put a lot of thought into that. And it shall not be. Folks, can you say amen to the word of God? All scripture is given 
by inspiration of God. Yeah. And folks, God can't lie. Amen. He cannot lie. Yeah. So it's up to you to believe it. Yes, it's up to you to believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Hebrews 11 and 6. We, we quote it, we quote it, we quote it, we quote it. But it's so true. Man. It's so true. Man. But the one part in Hebrews 11 and 6 that always stands out. Mm-hmm. It said, you got to diligently seek him. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You got to put some effort into it, folks. You got to invest some time. You got to put some effort into seeking God. And you know what? He said he is a rewarder of them that do it. What do you stand to lose by seeking out God. What do you stand to lose by waiting on God? So many lives can be. Oh man. So much hurt can be avoided. If you just listen to the scriptures. Young, 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 young ladies. So many heartaches can be avoided. If you just listen to the scriptures. When your daddy said, I don't like him. Mm-hmm. See, in a lot of cases, moms try to, they, they, they try to appease the child. They don't want to just be harsh or whatever. I just said, I don't like him. Amen. Amen. I don't have to give you a reason why. Right. I don't like him. Right. Right. Now, you have a choice. Yeah. You can take your father's advice mm-hmm. now, or you can take it upon yourself and say, yeah, bump that old man. Yeah. He's just getting old. Amen. <laughs> He's just getting old and he just getting old and mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. And when he break your heart, mm-hmm. when he mess over you, mm-hmm. when he do what most guys want to do. Mm-hmm. Knock you up, say it's somebody else's, and then he want to come back and try to control your life. Man, I could get into that. I can get into that. I'm going to take me a minute to get into it. (laughs) Young ladies, you could be forgiven for having a baby out of wedlock. Yes, that, 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 that scoundrel, that rascal, whatever you want to call him, that sperm donor, whatever you want to call him, yes, that's the baby's father. Yeah. Yeah. But he does not have the right to control Amen. your life. Amen. 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 I'm going to tell you Amen. something your mama won't tell you. I'm going to tell you something your daddy probably ain't around to tell you. Yeah. He does not have the right to control your life right. that whenever he calls you, jump. Amen. 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 That, that's, that's husband and wife stuff. Right? Amen. Amen. You ain't changed your last name. Right. And let me tell you about these jokers. Let me tell you about these jokers. They know that's a card it can play on you and use on you 
so that you don't get involved and have no life or no relationship with other men because you know what? You're you supposed to be raising my baby. Amen. Oh, I'm going to tell you. Don't you be an idiot. Don't you be a fool. And let the joker control your life. Thinking and believing whenever he call, I need to jump. You know what? Get married. Marry. Yeah. Yeah. Then he ain't got the call. Amen. No, he don't want to marry. That's right. And you sit there feeling like, well, I, I, I don't want the baby to grow without knowing the dad. You should have thought about that before you laid down. Amen. What wasn't the wasn't the rule of God the same? Then, as it is now, and when that joker asked you, you sure is mine, you should have known then. Because for a guy to ask you, you sure is mine, he calling you a nasty hoe. Amen. Because he said, you've been sleeping around with somebody else. Yeah, I said it. That, yeah. That's what he's calling you. Yeah. And you want to you wanna reverence him and hold him up in such esteem. Turn around, well, that's my baby dad. Your baby dad to call you a hoe. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> send, you a, send you a box of Pampers or give you $20, $25 a month like that's supposed to do something. <laughs> Guess I should have ate breakfast this morning, huh? <laughs> I ain't, I ain't mad. I'm just telling you the truth. Things written aforetime were written for our. And you know what? Even if you're too sorry to read, look at some of the examples around you. We got people sitting up in here right now today who've been through something. Supposed to be so loving. We're supposed to be God's family. We're supposed to care so much. But the one I'm not that screwing, I don't want you to know who it is. Right. Until he knock you up and mess your life up. Right. Let me stop. At the judgment. Just remember this, folks. These same words. These same words are going to be at the judgment. Lord, you know what I had to go through. You know what? Did I tell you to rest in the Lord? Didn't I tell you to fret not? Didn't I tell you to commit that way? But Lord, you just don't understand. Oh, yes, I understand. I understand. 
I understand what I told you. I understand what I said when I said, come unto me, all ye that labor and who are heavy laden. And I will give you what? Rest. Rest. Take my yoke and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. Don't tell me what I don't understand. See, you could tell the preacher, I don't understand. And I might say, amen. And don't want to. But I know somebody who does. The word is going to be at the judgment. And it said these same words are going to be there to judge. I, I encourage you. To make a shift and start trusting in the word and leaning on the word. Then to leave this life or even before leaving this life, stop bumping the stump. Stop banging your head up against the wall unnecessarily when you have the word of God that can lead you onto a better path. You have the opportunity today to start a new walk. To start a new walk. I don't care what you've done in the past, how you messed up. It doesn't matter. Today, you have the opportunity to start a new walk. This is your invitation. This is your opportunity to get it right. That you may glorify God in the way that you live so that what God did by sacrificing his only begotten son is not in vain. You need to make a decision today. You're here today and you haven't surrendered your will and been baptized for the remission of your sin. You haven't done that. You need to do it today. You need to get yourself right. You need to obey and follow the instructions of the word. Things that were written aforetime. What happened in Acts chapter 2? Things written aforetime. They heard. Verse yeah. 38. Yeah. And they were told to do what? Repent. How many? Every one of you. That's the word. You need to do the same thing. Yes, sir. Just as they did on the day of Pentecost, you need to do the same thing today. Be baptized today for the remission of your sins and live faithful unto death. You can hear well done. You're either going to hear well done or you're going to hear depart from me. Or it's going to be hell to pay. It will. What's our song, Sydney? More about Jesus. More about Jesus. Will I know? Come on, folks. Make up your mind. If you're here today, you're a member of the body, you know the rules. Why come here knowing you're sitting in vomit and gonna walk out with vomit on you? You have the opportunity to be dry clean right now. Amen. You have the opportunity to be dry clean right now. To have all the guilty stains removed. If you just repent. 
Amen. Why don't you get it right while you have the time? Let us together stand. Let us sing. Oh, Jesus.